not only do we welcome the report of uh, Craven, we also welcome the findings of the report. You recall that the establishment of the commission was the demand of the applicants at the time, those who made claims and allegations. And they, they thought that that demand was impossible. The president announced the commission to 2011, and that commission had clear demands and uh, in terms of term, terms of reference. It was a platform for people who made these allegations in the public, for them to present these allegations to a judicial commission of inquiry that had powers to subpoena. And I think it was an important platform for everybody. If anybody had missed an opportunity, it was indeed a missing opportunity for those who, who believe they had credible evidence of corruption, of fraud, and impropriety. It's been less than 24 hours since the, uh, you know, since President Jacob Zuma announced the findings of the commission. But already, opposition parties and critics are calling the findings a, a whitewash, a, a hogwash, even. Uh, what's the organisation's response to that? Well, I think it is disingenuous. It is hypocritical. It is cowardice of them. It is regrettably lugubrious that the very same people who would have demanded the establishment of a judicial commission of inquiry. By the way, from the beginning of the work of the commission, it was clear its work was discredited in terms of its credibility, and the process was discredited because our view even then was that it would appear that people who, who, who always claimed in public that they've got evidence, credible evidence, actually we don't have this case because any, any allegation must pass the test. And when the commission was finally established, it was them who firstly uh, discredited the commission. So if there is any way that the fact that uh, the commission came to the determination that there was no corruption, there was no impropriety in terms of influence of selecting of bidders, there was no fraud. And you must remember, the commission dealt, among others, with two important decision makers in the process of procurement. One was the interministerial committee, secondly was the cabinet. Anything else outside of that, it was a matter that uh, was dealt with separately. For example, they will continue to make suggestions about other matters which had no bearing on the decision-making about the selecting of bidders. So you wouldn't have expected, uh, especially in the current mood and climate on the, of the undercurrents of the opposition, that they would have accepted any outcome except what they thought would have been a predetermined outcome in, their, in terms of their own allegations. Mm. Well, you know, in this process itself, uh, Judge Lahodi, evidence leaders, senior uh, researchers, they resigned. And we just heard now from uh, the DA's uh, David Mania, um, uh, you know, they, they, they're calling this a flawed process. Um, where do you stand on this, particularly, uh, you know, with the concerns of these resignations, um, with the concerns of people who even got arrested and charged for the arms deal? The issue about people who resigned, who were commissioners, who participated in the commission, I think they did offer their own personal reasons. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. It's nothing new when people participate in the process, and for some reason, better known to them, and then they withdraw their participation. But these are key people. people. Were, these are, uh, this is a judge. These are evidence leaders and senior researchers. It has nothing to do with the credibility of the process. Uh, like I say, it, it's a matter of speculation why they resigned. That could be used obviously, to advance some hypocritical and disingenuous political reasons, the point I'm making. But mm-hmm. it can't be used as though it has any bearing on the findings of the commission, because the commission did uh, exhaustive investigation, went abroad, investigated, including, among others, 
important question as to whether the arms procured were acquired are utilized and there was answer to that that, that they were utilized secondly if they expected projected in terms of projection in terms of jobs whether that has been achieved in fact the finding is that probability is that in future that could exceed the projected number of jobs so the commission's work in terms of its terms of reference it has actually exceeded the expectation of what was expected but in terms of other people who are arrested in our view it has no bearing really in the first in the terms of reference and even the people who are arrested they had no role to influence for an example people they will talk about whether Sabrishek was arrested, whether he had an influence in the procurement. You must remember the issue there, the, the judge, German judge squires dealt uh, with a relationship between squires and the MEC Jacob Zuma, not the president Jacob Zuma. President Zuma at that time was an MEC, and there was no way that the MEC would have influenced the process that it, he was outside of the national cabinet. That's why in the commission's wisdom, invited President Mbeki and his cabinet because those are the people who were the center of decision-making. Uh, Tony Yengeni was convicted of fraud, of a failure to disclose a discount in parliament. And those issues, even himself, had no role in the procurement. So people, they would look to any issue that hogged headlines, and yet they know he had no bearing in the final determination of the procurement. So for the ANC, Zizi Kodwa, this issue is now closed. The issue for us, the findings, the chapter is closed.